Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Take a look at it. As Marcus Smart catches it and rises in the air, Struess is running back toward Derek White, but he has to sort of sidestep Marcus Smart because he would have run into him and potentially fouled him. So now taking that route around Marcus Smart means you're trailing Derek White to the rim. And all of that is created because you make the decision, we're going to go all in on making sure Jason Tatum doesn't touch the ball. Instead, a lot of things go right for Boston and very unlucky for Miami. If Marcus Smart takes one dribble, the game's going to end because the ball's going to be in the air. It's too long. Derek White won't get a chance to get it. If the ball bounces really any other direction, they're not going to win that game. If the ball doesn't come off that soft, right, if the ball hits the rim and goes up another foot in the air, the game is going to end. So there's a lot of things that went into this that were bad luck. But there is something you have to look at because Miami made a conscious decision to leave that player unguarded. And with three seconds left, I think you're taking a risk that something like that could happen. There's an unguarded player on the floor. He ended up being the guy that won the game. Well, I don't disagree with either one of you, and I think both of y'all have great points. I think we got to give all the credit to the Boston Celtics, right? Going on the road, uh, going up double figures, but at the end of the day, forget if they blew the lead. All they wanted to do and make sure when you're on the road is give yourself a chance to win the game. And that's exactly what they've done. And that's why we're talking about this Derek White play right now because they gave themselves an opportunity to win the game on the road. Now, I will say this. I've been very critical of Joe Mazzula, right, throughout this series. And... Not only in this series have the game changed between the lines when it comes down to the players, but I think Joe Mazzula has done an excellent job of out-coaching Eric Spolcher in the last three games. When you look at his lineup, his substitution pattern, the way that he has, uh, uh, the way he's designed certain defensive uh, sets and things of that nature to stop Jimmy Butler and taking uh, things for a switching. So when I look at Joe Mazzula and I look at what he's done, I have to give a lot of credit to him as well because not only was I critical of him the first three games, but the world was critical of him. And I think he has done an excellent job of, up to this point getting this team to respond to him. Also, when you see the way that this Celtic team has responded, you got to give him more credit because that means they are starting to take, uh, you know, Listen to him in the locker room. And you know this legs and, and when and you know this legs and, and Wendy as well. When a coach speaks in his locker room and a team respond the way that they have responded on the defensive end, you have to credit the coach. And I think right now Coach Mazzula has gotten the edge over Eric Spoelstra, although he does have to complete the mission tonight. Wendy? You know what's funny about that, Perk? <clears throat> Is that I thought Joe Mazzulla was making mistakes down the stretch, not calling timeouts. The Celtics' offense froze against the heat zone over the last five minutes. The one thing that this is going to obscure is that, this, that the Celtics really were giving this game away. They were up by nine points mm-hmm. with about three minutes left in this game, and they let it go. And that would have been <coughs> excuse me, a historic um, you know, you know, letting go of the rope at the end there. And there were several times where they were stuck in non-movement in their offense, and the, and the clock got down to seven seconds. And I was saying, call timeout, call timeout. But Missoula didn't, and so therefore he had two timeouts in those last seconds. And one allowed him to challenge, which ended up allowing the clock to get um, corrected. And two allowed him to advance the ball after Jimmy Butler made the free throws and set up the play. So... Sometimes you coach and you make the right decisions and it doesn't go your way. Sometimes you coach and you have things that fall your way and you end up looking like a genius. But I will agree with you. The defensive changes that they have made, not just against Jimmy Butler, where they've put more length on him and really blocked him at the rim, the changes in the style that they have made on Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo is an unspoken name in this series. In the last four games, he's averaged only uh, about 12 and a half points. Um, when he scores over 20 points, Molly, this postseason, the, the Heat are undefeated, 6-0. and When he scores under 20 points, which is you know sort of an indication of how their offense is functioning, mm-hmm. they are 2-5 two and, two and, uh, and five in their last seven times it's happened. Joe Mazzulla's changes and strategy moves on Adebayo have helped change this series as much as anything, but the Celtics got bailed out 
And that's one thing I want you to remember tonight. Is we come, if, if this game is close in the fourth quarter, the Celtics froze up on offense and got bailed out by Derek White's heroics. Don't forget that if that happens again tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of that, I have a Derek White question for you guys. A little trivia question here before we move on. Derek White, second player in NBA history to make a game-winning buzzer beater when facing elimination and his team trailed prior to the shot. The other player to do this is who, gentlemen? Derek MJ. MJ, do you do you know when? Cleveland Cavaliers. Over, 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 over. Did you cheat? Did someone send you this? No, 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 nobody cheated. You know, I just know all these things. They just come to me. Well, you did play against him. I'm just a walking encyclopedia. You got that iPad out, man. You got that iPad out. I know you're a magician with it. Hey, you know what? I am shocked it's only happened twice. Is that not mind-blowing? It's only It is mind-blowing, and the last NBA. time was 89. We are going to yeah. be talking MJ a little later, by the way. This MJ Pip and stuff, we need to get into that as well. Uh, we'll continue with this series, though. History on the line. The Boston <laughs> Celtics became just the fourth team to force a series into Game 7 while down 3-0, but there's still history to be made as no team has ever come back 3-0 and won a series. Perk, will the Celtics make history and come back from an 0-3 deficit? Molly, I would say yes. And I'm not comfortable with saying that. But listen, I believe the Garden. I know the Garden is going to be rocking tonight. And I believe the Celtics will thrive and win this game. And I believe role players will play better tonight at home. I think you will get more out of Grant Williams. You couldn't ask for more out of Derek White. And I think this is Jason Tatum moment. But I will say this. This will be a dogfight. If anybody think that this is going to be a, a blowout or a smackdown or a spanking, it's not going to be either one of those. The Miami Heat are going to come in here and compete. And this is the same situation. More fun and games than an amusement park arcade. 1037 The Buzz, KABZ, Little Rock. Giving me reasons why, but I believe they will pull it out. Yeah, listen, I think my, I'm with Perk. I, I think Boston's going to win the game. You know, confidence meter. I said six earlier on Get Up. I think I walked across the hallway. It's at six and a half now. Maybe, maybe seven. <laughs> what got you? What got you? Yeah. So it's, it's inching up a little bit. I, I just, look, it comes down to this for me, and I've been saying it repeatedly. I just think Boston is better, and they have more guys that I think could make an impact. Because when you talk about a game seven, I think, I agree with Perk, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a fairly low-scoring game. This won't be a, sh a shootout. You need to have just a couple of guys give you 12, 15, right? Make, make a couple of key shots when you need to. And I just think mm -hmm. Boston has more guys that I trust to be able to do that than Miami does. The thing that Miami has to resist is taking that huge gut punch of adrenaline, whether it's early in the game or as Philly got caught with it in a game seven, to come out of the locker room to start the second half. Now, Philly is not a mentally tough team, right? and they just folded tent when they got hit with that. That's not going to happen to the Heat. That's not going to happen to a team with Jimmy Butler on it, with Eric Spolster coaching them. That team is not going to go away. They just can't get hit with a barrage of threes. That's the biggest thing for me. The numbers to look at tonight are the differential at the three-point line and the differential at the free-throw line. Miami has to be within striking distance in both of those categories. And if they can do that, then you put the ball in the hands of Jimmy Butler late, you've got a great chance if you're in a one-possession game. But ultimately, I just trust more guys on Boston's team. And it's not just about Tatum or Jimmy Butler. I think both of those guys can play well tonight. It's the other dudes. It's the Derek Whites and the Marcus Smarts of the world. It's Jalen Brown, potentially. Maybe he has his best game of the series tonight. So I just think, ultimately, Boston will get this done and finish off something historic. Molly, I just want to point out, um, a year ago, in this mm -hmm. same conference finals round, the Celtics won uh, a game in, down in Miami, game six in this case, and Jimmy Butler looked, uh, I'm sorry, it was game five. Jimmy Butler looked terrible. He has, his knee was bothering him. I thought there was no way that the, that the Heat were coming up here to Boston and winning. And then Jimmy Butler put on one of the great playoff performances I've ever seen in person. I think he had 30 or 47, including 17 in the fourth quarter, to keep the series alive and take it back to Miami. So I would just say that even though everything looks like it's going in the Celtics' favor, 
Counting out Jimmy Butler is a mistake. We've seen him have his incredible games over the last couple of postseasons, especially on the road. We saw him do it in Milwaukee earlier this season. And while the Celtics do have a remarkable Game 7 record, this is, believe it or not, their fourth Game 7 in the last two postseasons, and they are 3-0 and in the other ones that they've played. The Miami Heat have faced down adversity and bounced back repeatedly throughout this season, including in the play-in round, which I know feels like a long time ago, but in the play-in round, they were facing elimination, and they were in big trouble in the fourth quarter of that game, and they came back and won it. And so, as Legs points out, in Game 5, the last game played here in Boston, you remember the Celtics absolutely hit a knockout punch in the first quarter. They had all those threes. They had all that emotion. Eric Spolster had to keep calling timeouts. They were never in the game. The Heat's goal has got to keep this within 10 points going to the fourth quarter. Because one thing that we know is that Boston has a bit of a checkered history in handling pressure, even when they're ahead, late in games. And the Heat have been very good at that. If this is a game going into the fourth quarter, the Heat are going to have a fighting chance. Jimmy Butler's going to have a chance. That should be their goal. And that point is going Sometimes I have to give people a friendly reminder, even my good brothers like yourself, I know you don't make predictions, but damn it, this is first take. And I still don't know if you answered the question. Will the Celtics complete his historical co- historic comeback? I need to know. Do you have them winning or not? Perk, I, abso- I think the Celtics are absolutely the favorite. But I am telling you, <laughs> this is a wonky series. He's picking Miami. He's a This is what I If you count the heat out, it's a mistake. Okay, this is what I do. First of all, Perk, I need you every day because you're like the first take police for me and you just go Mm. after folks. You'll just attack. (laughs) You keep them in line. Second of all, that is Wendy's professional way of saying he's picking Jimmy Butler in the heat. That's just what I take from it. I'm not picking anybody. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. That's what I took from it. We know what assuming does. Uh, All right. Let me ask you this. Uh, Perk, do you think this could be the last time we see that duo of Brown and Tatum? Yeah. If they lose, matter of fact, let me let me say this. Okay. Just because they win this series, if they don't go on to complete the mission and win the NBA championship, that's the deciding factor too. This is not about just getting back to the finals. They did that last year. If Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum don't get to the finals and complete the mission, yes, I believe this year will be the last time we will see those guys together. I don't give a damn what they say. Because if you're the Boston Celtics and you're the front office, you're looking at a duo. Yes, I know they're young, but they have been to multiple conference finals. This will make two NBA finals appearances. And now you're actually the veteran team that's going to be walking into the finals. And if you don't go and complete the mission against the Denver Nuggets with having home court advantage, I believe this will be the last time we will see those two together. Yeah, look, I, I think Perk's on to something here. I don't know necessarily, 100% definitively, yeah, they're going to get rid of Jalen Brown or they're going to split these two guys up. But I think they're going to look harder at it than they ever have if, if they fail to make this. And one of the reasons is because I think their, their greatness is independent of each other, right? When you watch them play, it's like they are not doing things really working in tandem on the court. That's not really the way the nature of their game operates. These are guys that sort of do their thing on given nights. And look, in some nights they play well on the same night. Many nights they do that. But it's not really as if their skill sets complement each other. And I think that's what they're going to look hard at. Do you build a team differently around the skill set of Jason Tatum, knowing the haul that you could get back for a guy like Jalen Brown? So I think this is something they're going to look hard at. Harder at than they ever have if they fail to reach their goal. Whether they lose tonight or, as Perk said, they win this game, they go on and lose to the Denver Nuggets and don't complete the mission of winning a championship, you're going to see them absolutely picking that phone up and trying to figure out is there a way to make this team a more viable championship contender around Jason Tatum. I think that is a legitimate point. I disagree. I think that these two guys can absolutely win a championship together, whether it happens this year or not. And I think this offseason, and talking to both sides, I think there's a very good chance that the Celtics are going to sign Jalen Brown to a uh, contract extension that is going to hit around the $290 million mark. 
And the real challenge will come in two years when Jason Tatum gets his own $300 million extension because he is on pace to do that. When you have to decide to have them both on the payroll at those numbers, that's when I think the Celtics are going to have to make their choice. I think in the short term, they believe in these guys, even if they don't get it done this year. It's too hard to find players this age of this caliber at both ends of the court, even if they're not a perfect fit. I think this partnership absolutely continues. Maybe not for seven years, but I think I would. I feel very good about them keeping Jalen Brown and them playing together next year. Then maybe we'll see, because then Tatum has to sign it. But I, I think they're staying together. Well, well, Wendy, let me ask you this, okay? If they don't complete the mission and you have a Portland Trailblazer team come knocking at the door in some kind of way, you can figure out how to do a signing trade, meaning the Celtics extend Jalen Brown and trade for, you know, Damian Lillard. Are you not taking that? Now, Wendy, let me remind you, right, as a guy that spent, spent eight and a half years there, right, the, the Celtic fan base is built on now, meaning they are all about championships and completing the mission. That growing and going through growing pains, I believe they have done that already. At some point, no matter how old they are, they have to complete it. And I want to ask you, if you're the Celtics, do you turn that down? If you got an opportunity to actually make a trade like that and acquire Damian Lillard and get him to Boston alongside of Jason Tatum, a guy that's in the middle of his prime. I think it's a very compelling uh, point you're making, Perk, and <clears throat> I think that would be, if that was presented to them, I think they definitely have a conversation about it, and I think they definitely have to evaluate their team. I just think the ability to keep a guy of this age, Jalen Brown is in his mid-20s, um, alongside uh, a guy like, like J. Jason Tatum, I, I think that would win out. Uh, I could end up being wrong, but my feel is that when this is over, these two sides are going to get together and get this done. Uh, I could end up being wrong about that, but, um, and we obviously have to see how everything finishes. The Lillard thing is one of the biggest things hanging over the entire NBA, especially because the Trailblazers ended up moving up and getting the number three pick. It was assumed that the Blazers would try everything they could to keep Lillard and maybe trade that pick. But I don't think it's responsible to trade the number three pick. And now they're trying to walk the line about keeping the, you know, for the future and also for the present. And that makes it very difficult. And that's going to make it difficult on Lillard about what he wants to do going forward. So I definitely think there's cards to play there and a drama to unfold. And maybe it could involve the Celtics. But I would, you know, teams try like crazy to find a way to pair two players like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown together. It's a decade-long fight for some teams to even dream about that pairing. I think you've got to be very careful about breaking it up. All right, uh, Game 7, 8.30 Eastern tonight. We'll have much more on this. But when we come back, also some football to get into. Perk, your squad, the Cardinals and DeAndre Hopkins split ways. So which team should pursue the star wideout most? We'll debate that. And Boston is Titletown and on the verge of completing the greatest comeback in NBA history, but will be the best in Boston history. We've got a Boston Championship Roundtable coming up. And thank you so much for being with us as we honor America's true heroes on this Memorial Day. When everything hurts, you need relief that's deeper than ice. You need Tidal, the cryotherapy spray that goes beyond cold to take control of the pain. This was just easy, and it felt so good. I was like, wow, that actually smells good. It's like penetrating into my skin, which I really love. Tidal's powerful plant-based formulation was developed to help world-class athletes recover faster. Tidal cryotherapy spray can contribute to total body recovery because it can alleviate muscle pain, joint pain, even back pain. A 360-degree continuous spray relieves pain in even the hardest to reach areas, dries fast, and lasts. When you get older, the joints start hurting. The spray is easy. You just bring it wherever you are, spray it, and it feels great within minutes. It changes my life in a way that I can still be active and yet not feel aches and pains when I'm sitting there for long hours. Tidal Cryotherapy, available at these fine retailers. Visit Tidal.com for locations. 
Look closely at history in the making. This $50 Buffalo gold piece was the purest gold coin ever struck by the U.S. government. It was the first U.S. coin ever struck using .9999, that's four nines, pure 24 karat gold. Its design was based on the famous Buffalo nickel of 1913 to 38. Wildly popular with investors and collectors, the U.S. government had to stop production because of a shortage of specially made gold blanks. It's no wonder the price of that edition has gone through the roof. Now you can reserve your own tribute to the $50 gold buffalo clad in 14 milligrams of 24 karat gold. National Collectors Mint's private non-monetary minting recreates James Earl Frazier's American Buffalo against a mirror-like background on one side, and his iconic Native American Indian head stands out in stunning relief on the other. The final issue price was to be set at $50 per proof, but during our special release, this 24-karat gold-clad masterpiece can be yours for only $9.95. With gold prices up almost 500% since 2002, price can only be guaranteed for seven days. Each new 2023 $50 Gold Buffalo Tribute. Hi, this is Vern Lundquist, CBS Sports. You're listening to 1037 The Buzz. At each piece is clad in 14 milligrams of 24 karat gold, is proof struck, and is based on the famous design of James Earl Frazier's Buffalo Nickel. There is a strict limit of five proofs per caller. Distribution will take place in registration number order. Earliest reservations receive the lowest registration numbers, so you must hurry. Avoid disappointment and future regret. Call now. To order the 2023 $50 Gold Buffalo Tribute Proof, call 1-800-563-7538. That's 1-800-563-7538. There is a strict limit of five proofs per caller. So don't delay. Call 1-800-563-7538. That's 1-800-563-7538. Introducing the all-new Black Wolf Sonic Scrubber. The charcoal-infused silicone bristles are soft, massaging, and exfoliate with vibrations. It is designed to reach your back, lather your legs, and anywhere else. Get 20% off now at GetSonicScrubber.com. It's finals time. Where what happens next lives on forever. This time is for all time. Do you listen to the TV on high volume or have trouble hearing conversations? Then you would benefit from hearing aids. Don't waste thousands on expensive hearing aids when you can get MD Hearing's revolutionary Neo hearing aids for just $299 a pair. Don't be fooled by higher priced hearing aids. The Neo is a true hearing aid, not an amplifier. With rechargeable technology many customers say is superior to more expensive models. Call now and get not one, but two Neo hearing aids for just $299. Plus, we'll add in a portable charging dock and ship your order absolutely free. The Neo is nearly invisible with its tiny in-the-ear canal design. And you can get two Neo hearing aids with a 45-day risk-free trial, free shipping, and free lifetime U.S.-based support for only $299. So call now. 800-521-7992. Again, that's 800-521-7992. And we've got two gentlemen that know what it takes to win a championship in Boston. That'd be Rob Ninkovich and Kendrick Perkins and our MLB insider, my guy Jeff Passan, who knows what it's like to cover them up close and personal. Uh, <laughs> hi, guys. Thank you for being with us on this Memorial Day. And I want to start with you, Rob. Obviously, you won two Super Bowls. Would a Celtics comeback be the best in Boston history? 
Come on, Molly. You know I have to say that my last game as a professional was the best game ever played. And then on top of that, I would also have to say that it was for an actual ring, like a Super Bowl ring, a championship. If the Celtics come back, yes, it will be the greatest comeback, but it's not for the ring yet. Right? So they have yeah. to win, move on, and then win this, win the hardware for it to actually <laughs> be the greatest comeback. So I'm gonna I'm partial to it. I was in that game, I experienced it. Yeah, I let up a touchdown, but it's all right, it happens. But anyway, I'm sticking with my Super Bowl as being the best game. <laughs> all right, that's fair. Let's bring in the man with objectivity, Jeff. Yeah, Rob, congratulations uh, on your Super Bowl ring. That's about all you can take away from that game because you are so wrong here on so many different levels. Let's look at history. It had been 86 years since the Boston Red Sox won a World Series when they won it back in 2004. Let's look at context. They were down 3 nothing to the New York Yankees. They were down in the final inning of Game 4 to Mariano Rivera, the greatest closer of all time. They come back and win that game in the 12th inning. They win the next game in the 14th inning. They win the game after that with Curt Schilling having blood all over his sock. Then they go on to win Game 7, sweep a 105-win St. Louis Cardinals team in when the World Series. The Patriots Okay, all right, go ahead. I'm going to cede the floor here and see you try to make this argument more than the fact that the jewelry on your hand is bigger than the one on my hand. I'm sorry I don't have a ring, but this is not an argument. Kendrick? <laughs> well, call me... Call Call me biased. I'll let, I'll let Kendrick get after it. No, 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 you're I know you're Kendrick good. got some good, uh, okay. a good perspective. Yeah, yeah, Perk, you go I'm and then Rob, you can get back that... in there. No, go ahead, Rob. Okay. Go ahead, Rob. No, no, Rob, you got you to gotta have an opportunity to respond to that because that was some pressure that was brought to you. You got to have an opportunity <laughs> so... to respond. In my perspective as a football player, there is only three hours, one game, just one game. There's not a series. Yeah. There's not multiple games where like, oh, I could, you know, I'm a little sore today. Maybe I'm not going to throw as hard. No, 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 no. It's one game. So you got to get your stuff on. And we came back. We came back a lot. And we came back to win one of these. And yes, we won two years prior to that. Yeah, I get it. I got that ring downstairs too. It's in my underwear drawer. So. I, I'm just telling you, that comeback, experiencing that comeback, unbelievable. You, you know what, well, Congratulations, Molly? you beat a team in Atlanta. That's never happened before. Oh, hey, sir. <laughs> the disrespect from Pat this morning. It was, I love it. It was in, it was in Houston. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. I right, know, I know. You beat an Atlanta team. <laughs> Molly, I got to agree with them both. I mean, just thinking about no. this Celtic. No, I no, do. I have no, to, no, 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 no. You Here's, call out Stephen A for this all here, the time. No, here it is. Here it is. I'm not straddling the fence. <laughs> I'm not straddling the fence, but I'm not rolling with the Celtics because they were the hev heavy favorites coming into this series. I believe the Heat had probably less than a 5% five percent chance of actually winning this series so i get the comeback and i'm not down downplaying it at all but if i had to lean towards anywhere i would have to go with the red Sox and the reasons that my boy just described i mean the way his delivery and the way he broke it down and the passion i got a trend that way because i was rolling with tom terrific and that comeback against the falcons but this was one one of one right here when it came down to the Red Sox, and they did it against the Yankees. Rob? Yeah, I know they did it against the Yankees. But here, you, you want some more? You want to have a little <laughs> bit more uh, excitement? You want to have a little bit more excitement? Okay, so the first half of that game, I can I remember it like yesterday. We're down. We're looking like we're going to lose by you know 50 points. Okay, we go into that locker room at halftime. Bill says, "All right, well, not, no screaming, no yelling. Nobody was panicking. We basically just looked at each other and said, "All right, if we're going to have any sense of looking at like a halfway decent team." 
team. And instead of looking like a complete bunch of clowns out here in the first half, let's just go out here, play one game, one, one play at a time, one series at a time. And I said to myself, I said, if we go out here, we go three and out as an offense, we're going to lose. Well, guess what? We went three and out. And I went, oh, man, it's not looking good, right? So then we start getting a little momentum. And after a PAT, I remember this like yesterday as well. The Falcons were kicking a PAT, point after the touchdown. They started they started talking about the after party, like, who's going to be playing, right? And I remember thinking, like, man, this game ain't over yet. This game ain't over yet. And then the rest is history. Me and Chris Long are standing there on that final drive into overtime. Me and Chris Long look at each other. We're like, is this really going to happen? And when, they, when the Patriots scored that touchdown, I fell on the ground. And I said, this is my last game I'm ever going to play. I know I'm retiring because I can't go off any better way. You can't go off any other way. So that's why I'm partial to it so yes red Sox, i love them too yankees boo but anyway at the end of the day you got to go with the pats that's just that's just what i'm saying okay so it is what it is it is what it is a lot of people don't like it because we got a lot of these that's all that's all that's it i rest yeah. my case rob and rob here's my here, voice too here's here's the thing <clears throat> you you are you were put in an impossible position this morning because you I, had to argue for something that was close to your heart. You're wrong, <laughs> but I appreciate your wrong. Mm-hmm. Joe, I, really, I was really just trying to sell it hard for Perk, but it's all right, Perk. I understand <laughs> you're going with the baseball. I get Perk, it. Go I ahead, get it. and then I'm going to get back in here. Go ahead, Molly. Okay, this, this is what I want to know, uh, especially from you two, as two former athletes that played in the city of Boston. If the Celtics pull this off tonight, Right? They pull off the unthinkable. They defy history. We saw it 150 times. It hasn't happened. What would this mean for the city of Boston? N- nothing if they don't win the championship. Like, it, it means absolutely nothing. Ooh. No no one would care. And, and, and we all know this on this panel. I keep telling y'all, the fans don't care about if you're going to reach the finals. They don't care about you completing the mission. They don't care about going there. They want to hang banners. So if they do, if the Celtics happen to win this game tonight and they lose in the NBA Finals, no one would care. But if they complete this and go on to win the championship, this will go down as one of the best championships in Celtics history. For us, how they had to get it done, the adversity they had to overcome, the haters they had to shut up. They might be pointing at me because I'm not being biased up here, but that's okay. But they have to complete the mission. There's no other way around it. Nink? So, Perk knows this, and I've, I've been in New England for a long time now. Fans are spoiled. New England fans are spoiled. They're little spoiled brats. So if they don't get a championship in rounding up the duck boats for another parade, they don't care. Just like what Perk's saying. If they have this great comeback and go in, they lose and don't get one of these, they don't get a, a championship ring, the fan base here is going to be talking about all the reasons why they lost and whoever was the person that missed the whatever plays are going to happen moving forward that would potentially cost them a championship. That's what they'll focus on. They won't care about this series that they're playing right now. Unfortunately, that it is what it is. That's right. You're spoiled, uh, New England fan base. That's what I'm saying. And they know it, too. That's the problem. But it's, you know, it is what it is. Jeff, I'll give you the final word. Oh, I said all the words I needed to say, Molly. I mean, look. Uh, <laughs> you just came in and dropped the mic. Yes, yes. Dropping bombs. He did it. He did it. All right. Thank you for being with us, Jeff. We appreciate you. We're going to take a break here, guys. When we come back, uh, Scotty Pippen had some harsh comments for his former teammate, Michael Jordan. You don't want to miss why he said Jordan was horrible to play with. And some football to get into. DeAndre Hopkins, now a free agent, but which team needs him the most? We get into it. More first take in a moment. Are your headlights cloudy and oxidized, making your car look bad? Are they underperforming when you need them most? Cerakote's Headlight Restoration Kit restores weathered headlights back to like new and keeps them that way for life. Stop wasting your time with solutions that don't last. Cerakote's kit includes everything you need to go from this to this. Simply wipe away oxidation, give them a light sanding, and apply the ceramic coating. That's it. The true ceramic technology does the rest. They'll restore clarity, look great, and are guaranteed to last. Available at Walmart and Amazon. 
Away suitcases come in many colors, so you can find your color. Colors, choices, happiness. Away. Look closely at history in the making. This $50 Buffalo gold piece was the purest gold coin ever struck by the U.S. government. It was the first U.S. coin ever struck using .9999, that's four nines, pure 24 karat gold. Its design was based on the famous Buffalo nickel of 1913 to 38. Wildly popular with investors and collectors, the U.S. government had to stop production because of a shortage of specially made gold blanks. It's no wonder the price of that edition has gone through the roof. Now you can reserve your own tribute to the $50 gold buffalo clad in 14 milligrams of 24 karat gold. National Collectors Mint's private non-monetary minting recreates James Earl Frazier's American buffalo against a mirror-like background on one side, and his iconic Native American Indian head stands out in stunning relief on the other. The final issue price was to be set at $50 per proof, but during our special release, this 24-karat gold-clad masterpiece can be yours for only $9.95. Caution, this station may be habit-forming. Two words. Clothing optional. 103.7 The Buzz. We're streaking! Woo! Tribute proof order comes individually numbered with a certificate of authenticity verifying that each piece is clad in 14 milligrams of 24 karat gold, is proof struck, and is based on the famous design of James Earl Frazier's Buffalo Nickel. There is a strict limit of five proofs per caller. Distribution will take place in registration number order. Earliest reservations receive the lowest registration numbers, so you must hurry. Avoid disappointment and future regret. Call now. To order the 2023 $50 Gold Buffalo Tribute Proof, call 1-800-563-7538. That's 1-800-563-7538. There is a strict limit of five proofs per caller, so don't delay. Call 1-800-563-7538. That's 1-800-563-7538. The Sonic Scrubber by Black Wolf. Charcoal-infused silicone cleaning power when you shower. It feels like a massage. There are four different vibration modes to clean and exfoliate everywhere. Get 20% off now at GetSonicScrubber.com. McGregor versus Chandler. 16 warriors battling for UFC glory. Beautiful. The ultimate fighter. New episodes Tuesday. Only on ESPN and ESPN+. Julianne Fitch, the first woman to lead a men's soccer program to a national championship. It doesn't matter whether you're coaching men or women, inspire them to be at their best. Feels like a change is coming. everyone watching at home. We're here to remind you that if you or someone you know were injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have live agents available right now to answer your questions and tell you how much your case is potentially worth. Hi, I'm Gina Belich here with spokesman and TV personality Tom Mustin with us in the Help Center. So Tom, phones are really busy over there. Tell us what kind of calls you're seeing. Well, Gina, first off, thank you for having me here in the call center with you. We always enjoy talking to the viewers and getting folks the compensation that they deserve. You know, we're seeing calls about all kinds of accidents, but the most common by far has been car accidents. So if you or someone you know were injured in an accident that was not your fault, give us a call right now. You'll speak with a live person. Person. They'll answer any questions you have and tell you if you have a case and how much your case is potentially worth. Thanks, Tom. All right, folks at home, you heard it. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. All right, quick takes. Let's get it. Harry Douglas joining us. Harry, this is for you. Aaron Rodgers living his best New York City life, seeing Taylor Swift take over MetLife Stadium. I didn't know he's a Tay Swift fan. Harry, talk to me. Molly, Aaron Rodgers is just about every guy who is not scared to show their fandom for Taylor Swift. I am a Taylor Swift fan myself. My three favorite songs, Karma, You Belong to Me, The One. So, A-Rod, I understand where you're coming from. And he got the dance move. You can tell when someone's happy in their life. They just move with a different swag. Shout out to A-Rod, Molly. I, I love it. He's on like a New York City tour, just living his best life. He's, he's all about it, and I'm with it. I like the Reputation album. All right, we'll keep it going here. Uh, Harry, the Arizona Cardinals released wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins on Friday. The team announced Hopkins' future with the Cardinals had been in question since the end of the 2022 season because of his team-high 
$30 million plus cap hit, which ranked tops among wide receivers in the NFL in seventh highest overall. Now, whichever team DeAndre joins will be getting a productive wide receiver, that's for sure, who ranked in the top ten in the NFL in receptions per game, receiving yards per game, and the eighth lowest drop percentage in the NFL last season. Okay, Minko back with us. Harry, you played the position. I want to start with you. Which team needs to sign Hopkins right now? We're going to hear about the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to hear about the Buffalo Bills. But the team that I think that should go after DeAndre Hopkins is the Detroit Lions. And this is an NFL team that's surging right now, coming off the season that they had a, uh, a year ago. Went 8-2 and two in their last 10 games, but I'll start with the cap space. The Detroit Lions at the moment have about $23 million in cap space, so the money is there. Then you look at the wide receiver room. Amon Ross St. Brown is their number one guy. 1,100 yards last year. Uh, six touchdowns, but their second leading receiver was Khalif Raymond. Nothing against Khalif Raymond, but you look at that being a category where the Detroit Lions need to upgrade. We can't forget that Jamison Williams is going to be suspended for the first six games, I believe, so he's not going to be there. So now you insert a guy like DeAndre Hopkins to go along with that run game. Also to complement what they've been able to do in free agency and bringing over David Montgomery, what they did in the draft, drafting the tight end of Sam Laporto. I was wondering why they traded away TJ Hawkinson, but they replaced him now with the younger guy in Sam Laporto, but also Jameer Gibbs at the running back position. I look at DeAndre Hopkins in this offense being very feasible, but also being productive. And when you have a, a guy that can, you know, line up outside and defenses have to attend for and account for, that's going to open up more things for Armand Ross St. Brown to be able to eat within that slot. Rob, what do you think? Well, so I, I think that that'd be a good spot as well, Harry. But, you know, there's one team. Actually, I'm going to say two teams, but the number one team that I'm thinking in my head has a veteran coach in Bill Belichick, the New England Patriots, that need some veteran leadership on the roster. And you look at the Patriots and what they have offensively, there's a question mark in a couple places. And for me, it's the number one position at receiver. For the last few years, there has been the biggest questions about what is this offense and who is the number one receiver? Who's the number one target? So for the Patriots and Billy O, I know there's some history there, and it might not be great history, but at times, I have known bad relationships to have mended on the second time when they're together. And I do believe that that could work out for the Patriots. But now on the flip side of it, as, a, as an older veteran player, and you are a free agent for the first time in a long time, you can pick and choose where you can go based on, hey, where do I, I want to ride off into the sunset? So my second team that I'm thinking in my head would be Miami, because he could go down in the same division, go down to Miami with the Dolphins, you got a great offensive mind as a, as a head coach, and then you have two of the young player there in the division, which is going to be a highly competitive division this year with the Jets. So again, I think that those are two teams that could really use the services of a veteran number one receiver, potentially number one receiver. We're going to get into that in a little bit. So when it, when it comes to New England, there's, yeah, yeah, when it comes to New England, there's two things that kind of worry me a little bit. Um, the relationship, and you touched on it, Rob, with Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien was his head coach when he was in Houston, traded him. I don't know if that relationship is going to be the best, but also when I look at the New England Patriots, you know, two of the last three years, they didn't make the playoffs. Well, if you look at the AFC yeah. East and that division right now, I don't think they're making the playoffs this year at all. But right now, on paper, we're just talking on paper because you still got to go out there and play the game. I think they're the worst football team in that division. When you look at Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, we already know what Josh Allen's going to be for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Tua Tungabaloa, if he stays healthy for the Miami Dolphins, and what they did defensively, bringing over Vic Vangio to anchor that defensive side of the ball. So those are two things that I'm worried about when it comes to DeAndre Hopkins and going to New England is one, Bill O'Brien, but two, there's a great chance the New England Patriots are the fourth best team in that division, and they're not going to make the playoffs. Ninko, I want you to respond to what he just said about the and Patriots I, being the worst in the division, if you agree with that. So I, I think that that's exactly where they want to be. They want to be viewed as the worst team in the division. Um, when, you, when you look at the division, right, and yes, of course, Aaron Rodgers makes it 
crazy now with the Jets. And then you look at the Buffalo Bills. We all know Buffalo last year. Everyone had them going to the Super Bowl. And then Miami, right? Tua, the, the firepower that they had offensively before he was injured and what that team looked like before he got injured. And then you had the Patriots last year. We all know struggled offensively. But then they made some, th they made some moves this offseason, the Patriots, that is, that I think that they did a great job in the draft. You know, number one, they go out, they get a shutdown corner who's going to be there for a long time. Defensively, I think the Patriots are going to be an easy top five defense. So with a great defense, offensively, there's a couple things that they have to do offensively. Number one being last year protecting the football. They didn't do a great job. Turnover department. Mac Jones with Billy O is going to have to make a leaps and bounds from last year. We know last year, you forget about last year. That's over with with the Patriots. That's exactly what they're telling everybody in that building. Last year's over with. Everyone thinks we're going to be the worst in the division. We're going to load up offensively. We're going to run the football. We're going to be tough and we're going to be able to throw in the intermediate routes. Billy O is going to make that offense completely different when it comes to style of play. So now I understand the relationship aspect of being traded. I can go back to when I was released by the Saints. Sean Payton brought me back, turned me into a long snapper. Me and Sean Payton, I wanted to jump over the desk when he cut me because I, I, you know, I thought that he kind of, did me dirty, which wasn't great at the time. But at the end of the day, you look back, you go through your career, you process things, and then you come back to it, and it's okay. Me and Sean have a great relationship. I respect Sean for everything that he's done and even helped my career. So I would think that as D-Hop has gotten older and they move past that, you could get over that I was traded thing. You know, he just got a ton of money, was in Arizona, had some issues, had some injuries. So now what's the best thing that he can do for his career? Have a great season, be healthy, number one, and help a team do something special. You know, you go to a team and you're, okay, I'm going to make this amount of money, but you don't do anything. I think the Patriots are in a great spot to surprise a lot of people this year. Mm, good insight on that. We're up against it, but uh, I, I just need a yes or no okay. answer really quick from you, obviously playing the wide receiver position. Is Hopkins a number one receiver? Yes or no? Yeah, I still believe he is. Okay. All right, we'll leave it there. Uh, plenty more to come with these two. Uh, don't forget, we have Game 6 of the Western Conference Final for you tonight. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. The Stars have made this a series again, but still trail the Golden Knights. Three games to two in the best of seven. Our coverage begins with the point at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on ESPN2. Coming up, Michael Jordan, undoubtedly one of the greatest winners of all time, but a former teammate says he wasn't the greatest to play with. We've got serious shade from Scottie Pippen. We're diving into all this mess, and it all goes down game seven tonight. What a time in sports. Jimmy Butler versus Jason Tatum, whose legacy will take a bigger hit with a loss. We get into it. Your house is lovely. Thank you. I need to introduce you to someone. He was telling me how Geico makes it easy to save on homeowners insurance, so I was thinking... Well, hello, old friend. So you have met. Years ago, we both had big dreams about saving people money on their homeowners insurance. Yeah, just look at us now. Your house is lovely. Yeah, I just said that. Okay, nobody heard you. Okay. <laughs> I did hear you. Geico makes it easy to save on homeowners insurance. Introducing the all-new Black Wolf Sonic Scrubber. The charcoal-infused silicone bristles are soft, massaging, and exfoliate with vibrations. It is designed to reach your back, lather your legs, and anywhere else. Get 20% off now at GetSonicScrubber.com. Fee-free overdrafts. Easy credit building. When your money is good, you feel good. Chime, the number one most loved banking app. 
can you believe this? Doug Flutie and Frank Thomas. You guys look great. Once I turn 40, let me guess. Less energy? Less drive? Definitely. It's not your fault. It happens to every man. Testosterone levels drop as you age. It happened to you guys? <laughs> yep. So what did you do? We, we got, got new genetic total, total tea. tea. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help increase testosterone levels. Nugenics is the number one doctor-recommended testosterone booster in the USA. Number one at GNC and number one at Walmart. But you can only get your complimentary bottle by texting SOAR to 321-321. That does it. I gotta get Nugenics. Just send a text. Yeah, for a complimentary bottle. And by the way, she'll like it too. Get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics now. Text SOAR to 321-321. Text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, our newest, most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you lose fat and get lean absolutely free. That's SOAR to 321-321. Are your headlights cloudy and oxidized, making your car look bad? Are they underperforming when you need them most? Cerakote's Headlight Restoration Kit restores weathered headlights back to like new and keeps them that way for life. Stop wasting your time with solutions that don't last. Cerakote's kit includes everything you need to go from this to this. Simply wipe away oxidation, give them a light sanding, and apply the ceramic coating. That's it. The true ceramic technology does the rest. They'll restore the great American pastime. Do you smell that? That's the smell of men being men. I think I'm ready. On 1037 The Buzz. KABZ Little Rock. The cryotherapy spray that goes beyond cold to take control of the pain. This was just easy and it felt so good. I was like, wow, that actually smells good. It's like penetrating into my skin, which I really love. Tidal's powerful plant-based formulation was developed to help world-class athletes recover faster. Tidal cryotherapy spray can contribute to total body recovery because it can alleviate muscle pain, joint pain, even back pain. A 360-degree continuous spray relieves pain in even the hardest to reach areas, dries fast, and lasts. When you get older, the joints start hurting. The spray is easy. You just bring it wherever you are, spray it, and it feels great within minutes. It changes my life in a way that I can still be active and yet not feel aches and pains when I'm sitting there for long hours. Tidal Cryotherapy, available at these fine retailers. Visit Tidal.com for locations. Let's be real. Your ears are gross. Yeah. You heard me right. And let me guess, you're cleaning them with these. You need to be using Whoosh. Trust me, no one wants to tell you how gross your ears look. The triple stream safely clears dirt and wax buildup, but all you really need to know, it feels incredible. Whoosh by Black Wolf. Get 15% off and free shipping at trywoosh.com. One app, one tap, give it a game. ESPN Plus, remember the name. One app, with a slap so mean, got a big place from your phone to the big screen. Yeah, you'll feel like a VIP. Top shelf content, blowing up your feed. One app, footwork you can describe. Out here hitting bombs and doing it live. Bravo, with a birdie so dirty, make you want to kick back when it's 30 for 30. ESPN Plus, it's in the app. Everything you want, right here, no cap. Good day. Welcome back to First Take. Coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17 on this Memorial Day. We honor the fallen service men and women who sacrifice for our freedoms that we enjoy each day. Thank you to all those that continue to serve and protect us. You are the true hero. Forever grateful. White will inbound. Inbound to Smart. Turns and shoots the three left wing. Around and out. As a tip was good at the end, but I think the buzzer sounded. And they count it. Oh, they count the tip. And Boston wins it. 104-103. Derek White somehow tipped it in. Oh, it's game day. A trip to the NBA Finals on the line tonight for the Heat and Celtics, including a shot at history. Okay, Kendrick Perkins, who won a championship in Boston, tell me this. Whose legacy would be hurt more by a Game 7 loss tonight? Is it Jason Tatum or Jimmy Butler? <sighs> you know what? I got to go with Jimmy 